0: Don't worry, I'm not singing a solo either. The Word has become flesh. The Word has dwelt among us. Christ has come. The light of life has come to His people. God has done it. God has made a way. He has brought salvation. God in sending His Son. We celebrate the birth of Jesus who lived a sinless life, who died, who took our death upon himself and rose. And we with him, because he has conquered the grave, we now rise with him and live and are promised a life everlasting. And the story of Christ's birth doesn't end with angels singing, It doesn't end with Him living a perfect life. It doesn't end with Him rising from the grave and ascending into heaven. It's really just the beginning. Christ will come again. He is coming again. This baby, Emmanuel, God with us in the flesh, has come and is coming again. And so it is so fitting this time of year, that we pause, that we quiet, that we celebrate, that we sing. And isn't it interesting that this time of year, as we celebrate Christmas, I don't know about you, but for me, as I look around and as I observe the world around us, that everything kind of comes to a stop. There's nothing like it, really, if we're honest, that this time of year, things just slow down. It's almost as if everyone is quiet. There's a peace. There's a tranquility. World War I and World War II, it is said that during Christmas, during those hard-fought battles, that something interesting happened on the battlefield. Have you heard about this? That on Christmas Day, they stopped fighting. There are stories of soldiers from, from both sides of the line th- whom the day before were ravagely trying to, savagely trying to kill one another. All of a sudden, there was a pause. There was a peace. And there are stories of soldiers from different sides of the war coming together, sharing food, singing songs together. And even one report I read said that they were playing football. I don't know if that means soccer. Probably. Isn't it interesting, for that one moment, for that one day, there was peace. The irony is, is that was temporary, wasn't it? The next day, things went back to normal. The fighting resumed. Isaiah 9 verses 6 and 7 tells us this. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom. Peace. The government on his shoulders. His reign, there will be no end. Is this is this what we're experiencing this morning? His way, his rule, his glory, his love. Is this what defines our world today? I think not. We live in this world where the horrors of war are reality, evil seems to reign, God is mocked, Christ is not glorified. And so when we read these Old Testament prophecies about the coming of the Messiah, we have to ask the question, did something go wrong? And if you know your scripture, you know the answer that the prophets of the Old Testament, when they saw the coming of the Messiah, they saw it in this linear fashion. But when Christ came, he told us, behold, I am coming again. This is not the end of the story, and so we, we sit here in anticipation. We celebrate the fact that God has done it. God has made a way. Christ has come. The Messiah has come. And this time of year, we celebrate the reality that He is coming again. These words, this idea, they're they're in the prophecies of the Old Testament, and they're also in our carols. Listen to these lines from O Come Emmanuel. O come, desire of nations bind, in one the hearts of all mankind. O oh, bid our sad divisions cease and be yourself our prince of peace. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel. O oh, come, O oh, rod of, of Jesse's stem, from every foe deliver them that trust your mighty power to save. Bring them victory through the grave. This Christmas, we celebrate that he has come and that he is coming again. Hear these great words from the book of Revelation. And he said to me, these words are faithful and true. And the Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, sent his angel to show his bond servants the things which must soon take place. And behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who heeds these words of the prophecy of this book. And he said to me, do not fill up the words of the prophecy of this book for the time is near. Let the one who does wrong still do wrong and the one who is filthy still be filthy. And let the one who is righteous still practice righteousness and the one who is holy still keep himself holy. Behold, I am coming quickly. My reward is with me to render to every man according to what he has done. I am the Alpha, the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter by the gates of the city. Outside are the dogs, the sorcerers, the immoral persons, the murderers, the adulterers, and everyone who loves and practices lying. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star, and the spirit and the bride say, Come and let the one who hears say, come and let the one who is thirsty come and the one who wishes to take the water of life without cost. past two weeks, we've been studying songs. Three weeks ago, we studied the song of Mary. Last week, we looked at the song of Zacharias and we talked about the joy. The joy that overcame them with the reality of what God was doing. The power and the glory of God in making a way. We talked about these people's faith and how they sang with confidence and anticipation about that night. And we look back and sing about that night as well. Oh, holy night. I love the words at the beginning of this song. Oh, holy night. A thrill of hope. A weary world rejoices. Yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. It's a new day. There's a new reality. Christ has come. And if we grasp what God has done, the only response is to fall on our knees and join the angels in singing. "O night divine. Think about it. One of the things that we mentioned with Mary and Zacharias is that it had been 400 years that God had not sent a prophet, God had been silent for 400 years. And then comes Gabriel, this angel announcing that God was doing it. God was sending his son, he was sending Messiah. But if we step back and think about it for thousands of years up until that point, the people had been waiting, they had been promised a Messiah. In the book of Micah, the prophet Micah in chapter five says this. But as for you, Bethlehem. Too little to be among the clans of Judah from you, one will go forth for me to be a ruler in Israel. His goings forth are from long ago, from the days of eternity. Therefore, he will give them up until the time when she who is in labor has born a child. Then the remainder of his brethren will return to the sons of Israel and he will arise and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord in the majesty of the name of the Lord, his God, and they will remain because at that time he will be great to the ends of the earth. This one will be our peace. Listen to the last verse. Of all holy night. Oh, desire of nations come. Fix us in our humble. Oh, that's the wrong one, isn't it? That's what I get. Let me go backwards. I went too far. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, I've missed it. It's okay. You know the song. (laughs) (laughs) The chains he shall break. The chains he shall break. Again, again, as we listen to this song, as we sing this song in a moment, you're going to hear the prophecy in this song. You're going to hear it. That day, that day. It's talking about the day ahead of us in glory. One author talks about the similarities between World War II and the first and second coming of Christ. One of the the, the most famous thing when you think about World War II was D-Day, when troops stormed the beaches of Normandy and when troops stormed the beaches and were victorious. The outcome of the war was sure. But that's called D-Day. It wasn't yet what would be called the day, victory day. And in a similar fashion, this author states that the Christian life is the same way that Christ has come. The outcome, the victory is sure, but that's not victory day. Victory day is still to come. Christ has come and won the war. The victory is assured. The already, the not yet. Listen to Revelation chapter five. And they sang a new song saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and to break its seals. For you were slaughtered and you purchased a people for God with your blood from every tribe, from every language, from every people and from every nation. And you have made them into a kingdom and priests to our God, and they, we, will reign upon the earth. Let's sing. Stand with us King. Praise God. Hark, the herald angels sing. Last week, Silas told me that uh, I needed to be more interactive in my sermons. Kids, do you know what the word hark means? What are they singing? Silas (laughs) oh man teach you hark stop pay attention listen think about this reality I love the title of this song I love the words of this song stop pay attention listen the angels are singing when the angels sing, it's, it's not something where it's like, oh, look, oh, cool. Angels are singing. It's not what we, that's not what happens when angels sing, when angels proclaim angels are fierce and mighty. When people see angels, they bow. Hark, stop, pay attention, the angels are singing in Luke. Luke records the message of the angels the night that Christ was born. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. Hark, stop, the angels are singing. God is doing something through sending his son. He is gathering his people. He is fulfilling his promise. O oh, come, desire of nations, come. Fix us in thy humble home. Rise the woman's conquering seed. Bruise us in the serpent's head. Adam's likeness now efface. Stamp thine image in its place. Final Adam from above, reinstate us in his love. We sing because God is preparing his bride and God is coming for his bride. Joyful, all you nations, rise. Join the triumph of the sky. With angelic hosts proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem. In the book of Revelation, chapter 7. John records this. After this, I looked and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, every tribe, every people, every language standing before the throne of the Lamb. And they were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. And they cried out in a loud voice. These were the ones that had survived from the great tribulation. And this is what they were singing. Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures. They fell down on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen. Praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and strength be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Will you stand and sing with us? Maybe it would be a fair criticism of you saying, Lewis, it's Christmas and you've been talking an awful lot about war. (laughs) But I hope you're considering why all this talk about war. It's the language of the prophecy about the coming Messiah. It's the language of the carols that we sing. It's the language of the first and second advent of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The reality is, is that even though we take time this time of year and we pause and we celebrate and we put the word peace in our home and we sing about peace, the reality is that we all know that there is a war that is raging on, a war that was unleashed in the Garden. You heard it in the song that we just sang. Rise with woman's conquering seed. There's a curse on mankind that started in the garden. And this curse separated man from God. Our rebellion, our sin has put us against Him. His rule, His ways. The curse has Created disharmony between man and his neighbor. Brother versus brother. And the curse has also put enmity and strife between man and nature. If there was ever a doubt, these negative temperatures have shown us that. Nature's trying to kill us. Listen to this. The prophet Isaiah in chapter 11, a shoot will come from the stump of Jesse, from his roots, a branch will bear fruit, the spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Listen to this. The wolf will lie with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion and the yearlings together and child will lead them. A cow will feed with the bear. Their young will lie down together and the lion will eat straw like an ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den. The young child will put his hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the peoples. The nations will rally to him and his resting place will be glorious. The curse will be broken. The lion will lay with the lamb, the child with the cobra. Oh, we long for that day, Lord, come quickly. Romans chapter eight, for I consider the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed in us for the anxious longing of the creation waits eagerly for the revealing of the sons of God for creation itself. For creation. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will also be set free from its slavery, to corruption, into the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and suffers the pains of childbirth together until now. And not only this, but we ourselves having the first fruits of the spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting eagerly for our adoptions as sons and daughters, the redemption of our body. For in hope we have been saved, but hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he already sees? But if we hope for what we do not see with perseverance, we wait eagerly for it. And as we are aware in this world that we're living in, as we are aware that this world is not what it will be, we like creation, we groan and we wait. Knowing what is to come. Is this you this morning? Do you even see in these verses from Romans 8 this metaphor of this pregnancy again? This expectation, this waiting for the Lord. Revelation 22. There will no longer be any curse. And the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it. And His bondservants will serve Him. And they will see His face. And His name will be on their foreheads. And there will no longer be any night. And they will not have the need of light. Of a lamp. Or the light of the sun. Because the Lord God will illumine them. And they will reign forever and ever. And He said to me. These words are faithful and true and the Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, sent his angel to show his bond servants the things which must soon take place for behold and behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who heeds the words of the prophecy of this book. We're getting ready to close our service by singing joy to the world and every Word of this song is about the second Advent. And I pray that if you are a believer, if you've placed your hope and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, that this song of joy to the world will be your song all year round. And I pray if there's anyone here, if there's anyone here who has not put their faith and hope and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, that maybe this Christmas, That the Holy Spirit would open your eyes to the reality of our universe, the reality of your sin, and the reality that God has made a way, that God has sent a Savior. That you too can be reconciled to God this morning by putting your faith and hope and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. And if that's you this morning, I would love to talk to you and Gary would love to talk to you as well. But for the rest of us, Can we part this morning by singing joyfully about the reality that is to come? Joy to the world. Will you stand and sing with us this morning? Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Merry Christmas. Praise be to God. Christ has come and is coming again. You are dismissed.